Consciousness Since Birth, book three. And we're gonna now continue with chapter one. So 1.3. The problem. Babies are stressed out. What's so stressful about being a baby? Well, what do you think of being 200% dependent on another human being? Another person, in particular, a random, underqualified adult. How would you like to be 200% per dependent, percent dependent on such adults? He or she will make all the decisions for you and physically carry you around and maybe even bump you or hurt you along the way. How are you going to trust that person for always making you comfortable and attending to your needs? Remember, you cannot walk or talk. Is it not that the adult is going to let you cry it out when you are asking for something? And how are you going to communicate about that something without words? Always, but I mean always, put yourself in the shoes of the little human being and have compassion. Have compassion also with the frustration and anger you are feeling and expressing this towards your child. Are they responsible for your life flow, for your arrangements or non-arrangements? Are they responsible for your work and life balance, for you bringing them to life and transforming you from the root of all evil into hopefully something angelic like them? They are angels. You just have to believe it and trust them to fly you back to the heavens. I really do believe this to be true. Note, the following section is not based on science other than body-mind theories and my own parenting practice. Rubbing the head or the scalp to release tension. Tickling the hair, stimulating the neurons. For growing and creating connection between the left and the right brain. Do this gesture, rubbing the head softly with the palm of your head in circular motions after the baby has cried a lot during the cry and in happy moments as well. It's these emotional moments that will give extra stimulants to the brain and emotional intelligence. And by doing this gesture, we help the growth of the brain to absorb this intelligence and make of it new neurons and new connections in the brain in a holistic way. Meaning, there's a stimulation of both the right and left brain and right and left brain thinking. So if the baby in particular, uh, in a moment, tends to only use one hemisphere of the brain's thinking, it'll be connected through the touch of the scalp. Touch works on a physical level as well on our energy bodies. Our energy is our body and it actually keeps us alive. A respectful and loving touch works on a physical level and stimulates our energy bodies, but also stimulates growth, no matter our age. The reward of spiritual uh, sorry, lifestyles. As parents, we have not chosen an easy path, but it's one of enlightenment. The parents, people that have cats or dogs as their children, can certainly have a light and enlightened path by traveling the world, being free from worries, and practicing yoga more than a parent of human beings. The life of a parent will take you to the same place of peace and purpose from within, through the eyes of your children. And it is at their cost. This is your reward. Through mutual suffering, you will find the Holy Grail. This is what they give you, your journey back to childhood and back to pure being, back to unconditional love, acceptance and wonder. If you give them the chance, of course, if you can admire them enough to keep them close, if you trust them enough to let them enter your world, 
your being, your mind, your heart, your soul. Separation and discarding your child is the worst pain a child can feel. And frankly, you will lose your gift and the Holy Grail. Losing one part of him or herself is the lack of love. How to fill up that void? It could be through des desperation, depression, drugs, aggression, illness, addictions. We need to fill the void until we found ourselves whole again. A better choice would be through our spirit or consciousness. We need to fill the void until we found ourselves whole again. Andromeda. Consciousness versus conditioning and manipulation. The technique. Consciousness is the opposite process of conditioning. Conditioning doesn't let room for compassion. Letting consciousness do its work, which is life, is flow. Flow. Letting it be. Being. I am. In the present, the present. When in consciousness, instead of a thousand judgments and expectations, we accept what is for what is. With respect for what is, all is okay, without it really being okay. Conditioning is the culture of our society and our family. It is what we have been born into and which we are to adapt ourselves to fit into, especially to fit in. It's a pattern of a group which, as mammals, we live and love to live by patterns. We cannot escape it especially from a young, innocent age, but as adults we can become more aware of the conditioning. We can start to wake up and be awake. As a next step, we try to externalize it instead of trying to unify and personalize with it. To not love it so much any longer as parents, we can be aware of the conditioning we had from our parents or society and break the pattern of trying the same old on our children and next generations. We can change our legacy. We can become more intelligent about our body, mind, soul on a systematic and dynamic level. We can create happiness and joy and a good world to live and thrive in. Most parents that copy their old conditioning will feel frustrated about being like their parents. A simple example is a parent with anger that shouts on their child repeatedly. They remind themselves of their parents that was shouting at them and because they were hurt by their own parents they relive those same emotions they are on the other side but they experience the same pain it's not a new emotion it's an old emotion from other people it's always an old emotion in consciousness we don't ride raise or rise by old emotions we ride by the conscious wave and new creation. You will fall and you should slip and fall, but remaining conscious, but by remaining conscious, you can get back on your feet and auto-correct what you are doing. Stop shouting. Replace it with compassion and flow. A higher knowing compassion flow and a higher knowing which is consciousness you are concerned to express yourself be honest with yourself and your child 
It's more human and better acceptable by your child to admit that you are angry, whether it is a silent or a violent anger. Silence is violence, so speak up. Explain that it's not to be taken personally by your child. Um, this is disregarding any emotional, mental, physical, or financial abuse. Don't continue the wrongdoing and don't cut yourself short. You have the right to express or oppose, to stand your ground about how tired, angry, or sad you are. You don't need to change their ground or control their tiredness, anger, or sadness. Try to express or oppose with the, the threats and controlling behavior. Rather walk away and come back to the talk. This is the major learning point for a parent in using or not using force and authority. Violence doesn't make you more powerful. It makes you scarier and you remain scary for a lifetime. It is absolutely not an empowering technique for people to respect you and change their behavior. Violence is never. Their silence, their silence in reaction is also violent. General expressions can be, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm not okay with that. I feel threatened and do not accept that. I want you to know that I'm upset. Add on to the full range of emotions and feelings. It's your state of being. So start all your sentences with I and I feel. And then express your wish. I wish you would cooperate with me on your bedtime. I wish you would be well rested and have a clear mind. I wish you will have enough energy tomorrow. Look, this is more simple and yet so hard to achieve. I achieved it much easier than with my children than with my husband. Yet this communication is universal. It applies to our other relationships and marriage. This is some free marriage advice right here. Behavior is the one thing you cannot control. That which you cannot control from a place of peace, let go and walk away from it. So walk away from your child for a few minutes or half an hour or even hours. If you can't leave them safely uh, by themselves or with another. Come back to it Um, come back to it when you are feeling more confident. You are only in control of your responsibility, your ability to respond. You are not in control of other people's behavior or responsibility. The other's ability to respond, or like we say for children, behave, is in their own control and motivation. Forcing a behavior or attitude is forceful. It's not self-initiated from a self-belief or faith. You are not in control of your child. You have a responsibility. You have the ability to respond 
and that's what you should do at all times. Respond. Find an attitude and response in yourself that you wish for your child to believe in and display to themselves and others. You cannot change behavior on a superficial level. Even within adults, you cannot change behavior. Someone can change themselves only for a few minutes, but they can change through being more of themselves. And by being a self, they can behave, behave differently. And their behave, I versus ours, a having between you and me, which we also call values. They can have a different approach to life and to acting out because they don't want to act out as much when they are themselves. The question with any change would be, are they changing for the better or for the worse set of values? Short term or long term, the only way we can change for the better is when we are empowered. This is what we continuously want to be doing with conscious parenting, consciousness, healthy lifestyles, and coaching. We want to empower you. We want to empower ourselves. We want to empower the world. We want to empower all that exists and so dear to us. All that we have, we want to let it be in order for it to last and to be with us throughout the seasons of life. We want to empower the authentic self, which is, by definition, calm and peaceful. Leave the control within the hands of the individual while you stand beside them and connect to the being. They have their own paths, their own choices, their own freedom. This is the free will that life gave us. This is the freedom they gave us originally through the story of Adam and Eve to choose how and by what behavior and destiny we want to live with our five senses. While parenting and being a parent, think of the following phenomena in nature. Water goes where it wants to. The path of least resistance, which is the path of least resistance. Electricity always seeks the path of least resistance. What are we made of? Water and electricity. So let's go, let, so let go of your needs to control a situation. Rather, work and build on an inner powerhouse. Work with water and electricity and the electrifying for yourself and the electrifying and terrifying combinations of the two. This is also, this again applies to you and you as a parent, as a person and as a parent. So what should we do with behavior? What you can ask yourself whilst parenting is, what am I conditioning my child into? What am I mirroring to my child through my connection? So into what behavior, future behavior, and therefore future am I pushing my child? Because I am making them think a certain way. So look at the inner motivation which are emotions rather than symptoms, which is behavior. Am I pushing my children because I'm making them think a certain way based on positive and negative emotions, which is the inner motivation? Then 
What am I choosing? Positive or negative? And narratives. I'm giving a certain repetitive message. What answers am I giving to their needs, wants, and desires to bond and connect with people and the world, which the world is people. If you notice a negative direction, rethink and look for the positive approach to their inner motivations, which is, which is the emotion. This next thought process is the perfect perspective on conscious parenting and comes from an interview with Eliza Parker, infant development movement educator. She is the embodiment of conscious parenting amongst many, many others, in my opinion. The aware conscious being as a parent and as a child no longer wants to be treated in an old fashioned manner. We are heading for more awareness and consciousness and from an earlier age on. We're creating a new society and humans have a lot of personal and global challenges to face. Through a bigger listening, we can initiate a bigger conversation. Babies are whole people. Let's preserve babies' intelligence and wholeness. Wholeness means authentic, emotionally free, staying open as a person. Don't shut down. As an adult, this requires the total acceptance of the other's emotional state without judgment. By acceptance, we can teach our children and others to start trusting themselves and making healthy decisions. Excess crying is not normal for a baby and normal at the same time, uh, and not normal for any human being, because for a human being, crying is a stress release. Also, for babies, they all cry for the same reason, basically for basic needs, but also for processing past experiences, including their own birth. Babies don't manipulate. There's a real need underneath, or they show things about ourselves that we don't want to see or forget about them or about ourselves. Uh, babies come into the world with innate wisdom and compassion. Are we encouraging them? They know about people. They are social, and they can cope with communication and relationships. They are natural problem solvers. They heal and process innately, innate, naturally, and they are excellent cum communicators, even without actual words. As an adult, go back to receive those messages that you wanted to hear as a baby, child, in order to heal and reparent. do we train our dogs as puppies but not our babies and children babies and children sometimes need the same passion and enthusiasm someone uses to socialize their puppy more freedom of movement and expression is access to their full potential the more aware a person is about their body, the more aware they are about their life, their expressions and abilities. As well as their soul life, soul expressions and soul abilities. This becomes an important reflection in adult life. In order to live an authentic life, you might be able to understand the importance if you look at your own life. 
as parents, we have a chance to teach our children at a very young age about feelings, emotions, expressions, and authenticity. Movement is the making of space within the body and the mind, and therefore developing the body and mind. Being stuck in one place and given a chance to explore and develop large and small coordination skills. Always follow your baby's cue. Baby still has an inability to know when they need something from life and they will not hesitate, unlike adults, to ask for it. I, they still have the in ability, not the inability. Uh, they are pure. They ask for what they need. and want and desire in a very direct manner and unlike adults. As adults we've learned to redirect our emotions and needs in ways that will avoid us um, getting or receiving what is actually best for us. We've learned to turn around in circles, manipulate other people's feelings, redirect the thoughts of other people to our desired expectations of them, not cooperate with the wants and needs of other people, resistance, and to not communicate about all this. What do we get? What behavior do we get? Resistance. Demonstration. Sabotage. Destruction. Demolition. Is this what you want to teach your child for a lifetime? And what do you want human beings to evolve? into stop yourself in your own tracks smarten up become wise learn from mistakes tell yourself never again tell yourself not this but that which that is the positive replacement of this which you have been doing all along and are getting sick and fed up with yourself. Don't tell yourself it's okay and cry of mom guilt of, or any kind of guilt in your sleep. Don't let your children be the victims of your emotional incapabilities. Babies and children are extremely emotionally capable they only need us to evolve with them in order to make a connection with us, our humanity and the outside world to start living this game we call life. Without the physical connections and separations between you and me, we cannot play this game of chess. So baby needs us in order to learn about the game. We can take part and show up in this or we can decide not to not be a partner uh, in chess with our babies. We can decide to teach them the game only partially keeping them dumb and outsmarting them in our adult lives and their futures. Or we can decide to teach them fully the rule how to play the actual rules of the game and how to break them. Let them grow and depend on their capabilities to conquer the game of life. While we guide them when they are stuck, 
they for some change and love when they need conversation and discover potential solutions that suit them or when they are not aware of all their capabilities and options instead of a no you cannot it becomes a yes you can and you always can unless you don't want to or cannot at this moment My mother taught me the lesson of The Little Engine That Could, an illustrated children's book that was first published in the United States in 1930 by Platt and Monk. A stranded train is unable to find an engine willing to take it on over, take it over a difficult mountain top to its destination. Only the little blue engine is willing to try and while repeating the mantra, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, overcame a seemingly impossible task. So I would say, show them mountains, like pushing a certain button or eating with your spoon. Believe, I think you can, and for sure they will give it a try. Because this mindset means someone believes in themselves, in their own self, and in their reality being stretched. Simply by some courage, which in turn brings confidence in self after having seen some results of good behavior. But the difference is that when you do something and overcome mountains at such a young age, however simple they might seem, it will only be more familiar and easier to overcome mountains, which for adults can be emotional challenges or turmoil in teenage and adult life. We need to be their authentic cheerleader and they need to be other people's authentic cheerleaders in order to grow and evolve in personal lives as well as our collective life as we share all our common confident results and not so confident results. What is going on here? Do you think it's a bad thing to want and need something? No, it's a totally good thing and the direction in life which adults are desperately looking for because they didn't have their basic and higher needs and wants met in early childhood.
and desires which goes beyond wants. Sadly, we are taught since we are babies or small children to not get what we need or want, let alone desire, and to stop asking for what we need or want, and that it's a bad thing to be needy or wanty. My intention is to do as a minimum, is to do minimum as possible for my ch baby once he has the self-resilient capabilities to take care of oneself. To follow baby's cues and his own motivations demands respect and patience from the parent. Lose your ego. It's not about you. It's about the most precious that life and therefore the universe has offered you a piece of humanity. God didn't ask you to take care of all of humanity. He didn't ask you to lead or herd. He just asks you to take care of this single one piece and yourself first and foremost. And that already is hard work. So just follow your baby's cues and don't impose your feelings, social, uh, your feeding schedules, social schedules or sleep, sleeping schedules. Provide a means for the baby to find the movement and flow herself through body awareness and critical thinking rather than going and doing it for them. My intention is to do the minimum possible for my baby once he has the self-resilient capabilities to take care of oneself. Believe me, these physical capabilities are early on, earlier than most adults or parents would think. It all happens in the first year of life. Unless walking and talking, there will be a full range of capabilities in the first 12 months and this will continue contribute to a calm confident and caring person and personality in conscious parenting we always care about the person within the person Babies obviously cry to communicate their immediate needs or stressors. Uh, when they cry authentically, like at birth or through emotional turmoil, perhaps after tensions at home, they also cry to release the tensions, uh, to tell us their histories and to heal. The same happens to my adult clients when they go through a rapid healing process. So the moment the baby is born, the first thing is to let him cry it out, which the baby will do anyway. And this is probably the only moment we let baby cry it out. Due to the trauma, which birth is. Actively listening to the story is key to a first trust relationship between parent and child. This was baby's first want. And the second thing is to let baby search for the breast. This is baby's first need. After that, you keep on following all the wants and needs, I guess, for as long as they live. Someone that has his basic and higher needs and wants met will become a whole person and can live in a balanced way. 
but you need to do the same for yourself. Directing his or her own wants and needs in a healthy manner is wholeness, and because of wholeness. I can see this in my toddler. He's fully self-directed. He gets ice cream before dinner. He didn't get, because I do. He, gets, he didn't get ice cream earlier that week because he was asleep. So what? But I did get the ice cream. And after ice cream, he ate his bowl of pasta. Now, what is the problem? Traditional parenting is not flexible and crit flexible, critical, and creative in its thinking. Sadly, we are taught since we are babies or small children to not get what we need or want and to stop asking for what we need or want and that it's a bad thing to be needy or wanting. Be part of the resistance. An in-depth look at manipulation. As for misbehavior, all unpleasant behavior has underlying needs. Our children are communicating with us, not defying or manipulating us. And in essence, manipulation is not a negative verb. It means to move something or touch with the hand. I remember very well my mother thought of me as a manipulator and I had no idea how that even works. And in essence, manipulation is not a negative verb. It means to move something or to use our hands. As for misbehavior, all unpleasant behavior has underlying needs. Our children are communicating with us, not defying or manipulating us. They are working with our emotions, which are the unmet wants and needs. If anything, they are manipulating themselves. To move, arrange, operate, or control by the hands, or another body part, or by mechanical means, especially in a skillful manner, would be manipulation. Um, she manipulated the lights to get just the effect she wanted, for example. What's wrong with that? Synonym for manipulation is handle. Wouldn't you want your child or grown-up version of child to be able to handle his own life? Then start at the base of things. Notice the Latin mani meaning hand, manipulation meaning handful. What's wrong with that? We all need to manipulate things and people on a daily basis in order things and the work with people on a daily basis in order to get through the day and to live our life to the to live our life perhaps to a fuller potential. You need to move your body, your need to move your coffee, all of which is a skillful way, especially as a successful person. Success meaning at your own measures. Um, you need 
to ask for a favor, you need to ask for an email, you need to ask for an assignment, you need to ask for care at the end of the day. Even if it is from your own self, the only thing you can do is ASK, after seeking knowledge. You can ask with force. Uh, so after seeking knowledge of what it is that you need or want or desire. You can ask with force and with threat or with expectation and emotional gain. So you are asking with a negative manipulation in order to gain the minds, hearts and bodies of other people. But you can you truly have someone's mind, heart, or body? What if they are just not on your side? What if they just don't have the same belief? What if they just don't have the right intention for you? What if their motivation is emotional gain and you keep conflicting on who will win? Maybe to be less needy and wanty in that negative kind of way, we need to manipulate more. Get your husband to do this or that. Get your wife to do this or that. Get your relatives to do this or that. Your boss to do this or that. Friends to do this or that. Whatever it is that you desire, ask it from them. Get the move on. Ask in an orderly, direct, old-fashioned manner. It's when you don't ask for it and you did not get a response in a direct manner. You need to re-manipulate, re-ask or re-ask on a deeper level. If you keep on getting a manipulated response and the person does not participate in giving you a direct answer, there's literally nothing you, yearning, our universe or love, um, <clears throat> unified love, can do about that. <clears throat> at least you know that you are not playing false manipulating in a false way because you are being an honest player in the chess game or communication of life start moving and the rest will follow or not it is only when you start moving in a false direction that you become a manipulator in the wrong sense of it <clears throat> So this could be, or usually is convincing the other of the responsibility of your emotions, <coughs> a needs and wants, and to do something about it. Unfortunately, most of the human beings are and have grown to be false manipulators through ignorance, fear, ego, loss, and simply because our parents taught us this way of communicating and self-resilience. As children, usually we would we should be that way around adults in order to be respected, liked, and loved. If parents would tend to our needs and wants in an authentic fashion, we could get on with our lives more authentically and empowered. Now we tend to put our lives on a halt to live on industrialized version of it at a very young age. This mechanism already seeps in. There is a very important lesson about you in this. Take a moment to reflect on it. Our parents taught us as children that we should be that way in order to be respected, liked and loved. So what manipulative behavior did you adapt to? Or literally get taught in order to be respected, liked and loved. But now as an adult, Um, so this is your inner child. The other cannot smell your expectations. The other cannot smell your emotions. The other cannot smell your wants and needs. The other cannot take care of you in that which is unknown to them. This is exactly why we call it the game of life. We need to live in separation to learn to be unified. The more develops our sense of emotional intelligence, our intuition and our people experience, 
Furthermore, we do start smelling other people's expectations, emotions, wants, or needs more clearly. Instead of smelling, it could be described or sensed as hearing, seeing, feeling, sensing. Why not develop this life skill within yourself and your children to be sensitive to others? And in a holistic way, for their negative and positive attributes. And in a holistic way, including their expectations, emotions, wants and needs. It's a positive approach to life, to self and others, as well as a way to protect self from harm. Navigate with a radar on communicate about it, and you will be less likely to bump into walls or get stuck. Am I claiming to be an expert on asking? No, it's a practice that needs to be practiced. It's a daily lesson, as well a life lesson. The more you practice, the easier it becomes. It's like any muscle. We need our voice muscle. We need to practice it. The root and the throat chakra. To be strong and heard. Are you a well-being or a well-doing? Should we talk about your well-being or your well-doing? How busy are you? opposed to being what's your definition of success and happiness what's your success and happiness when you reside in consciousness redefine what it means to be successful and happy